so we're here to practice mindfulness together. And mindfulness is paying attention to our present moment experiences with openness and curiosity and a willingness to be with what is. That's the definition that I like to use for mindfulness. And I thought what I'd do today is really just go back to the basics. Back, why are, what is mindfulness and why do we practice? And really just start at the ground zero. So mindfulness is, as I said, it's a quality of attention. It has aspects of curiosity and openness and a kind of willingness. Much of the time our mind is not like this. Much of the time our mind is lost in the past and lost in the future. We're thinking about what's coming up. We're planning for it. We're obsessing. We're worst case scenario going to that in our mind. Or we're lost in the past, replaying it, wishing it had happened differently, going over and over it again, ruminating. Our minds tend to go back and forth between these two places in time. And sometimes we're in the present moment, but oftentimes we're in the present moment wishing it were a different present moment. So mindfulness really is about teaching us to be in the here and the now, not lost in these places where anxiety lies and stress, anxiety, depression, this is all a function of what happens in our minds. But when we can learn to come into the present moment with these qualities of openness and curiosity, there's often a sense of ease and well-being that can come. There's been a lot of science looking at mindfulness over the last decade. Well, it's really started about 30 years ago, but a lot more in the last decade. And it's still a very young field. There's maybe 3,000 studies out there right now. And these studies have shown that mindfulness is helpful for improving physical health. It improves mental health. It helps with, as I said, anxiety, depression. You don't have to have a particular diagnosis. You could just have the normal anxiety and depression being alive today in this country and in this world. Um, it also is helpful for attention. When I was first hired at UCLA, I think some of you know this, but I was hired to, to teach on a research study for children and adults, adolescents and adults who have ADHD, so attention deficit disorder, hyperactivity disorder. And we taught them mindfulness over an eight-week period. And at the end, we tested their ability to pay attention. And what we found was that, particularly in what's called conflict attention, when many things are competing for your attention, they had a capacity to stay present and aware of one particular thing. So they were able to, to not get lost by the multiple things competing for attention. And so the scientists looked at the results of our, our uh, study and they said, wow, what medication did you put them on? And we said, no, meditation, not medication. So, um, so it helps with attention. It's a training in attention in a lot of ways. Probably all your life you've been told to pay attention but you're not ever told how to pay attention. So this practice teaches us how to come back into the moment. Mindfulness can even change the brain. And there's a lot of research looking at the impact on neuroplasticity, on what changes in our brain over time. And when they've looked at long-term meditators, people who've been meditating you know, 30 years in caves in the Himalayas, well, they find that their brains are different than people of the same age range. So um, you may know this, maybe you don't, but as you age, your brain thins out. 
So if you want something else to worry about, you can worry about that. Your brain is, it thins out. But in the long-term advanced meditators, in certain areas, their brain did not thin out. And these were the prefrontal cortex. The prefrontal cortex is what we think of as the CEO of our brain. It's responsible for executive functioning, for working memory, flexible thinking. Uh, it's also responsible for emotional regulation. And these areas stayed thicker, had more neurons than people of the same age range. So there's a lot of potential in the research field around how mindfulness can help us. And it's really exciting research. And at the same time, the most exciting thing to do, maybe not always exciting, but a good thing to do is to practice it and see what happens in our own lives. So that's what we're going to do here. So I just encourage you to settle back into a comfortable position. So finding a posture where your feet are on the floor, supported, and your back is upright, but not rigid or tight. Your hands can be resting wherever they're comfortable. And most people close their eyes for this meditation, but you actually don't have to. You can keep them open, but if you do so, just looking downwards, not looking all around the room. And we can begin with a few deep breaths. And as we take these deep breaths, might invite in a little bit of relaxation, if that's possible, or at least the possibility of relaxation. Letting go of whatever might be troubling you. And just coming into the present moment, right here, right now, paying attention to our present moment with openness and curiosity and a willingness to be with what is. So we can notice our bodies right here, right now. You can notice your feet, bring your attention to your feet. Notice what you feel. You might notice hardness or softness, pressure, warmth, tingling. What's happening in your feet? And then bring your attention up your legs, noticing where your thighs touch the chair. Again, there's pressure and hardness, heaviness, lightness. What are the obvious sensations to you? And then turn your attention to your back, feeling your back up against the chair, noticing whatever is present. Now bring your attention to your stomach area. Notice if it's tense or tight. We often hold a lot of tension in our stomach area. And see if you can soften a little bit. Just allow it to soften. You can take a deeper breath. 
notice your hands. Are your hands tense or tight? See if you can allow them to soften. There's also lots of sensations, tingling, vibration, warmth. You can notice your arms and shoulders. Relaxing your shoulders, softening your throat, your jaw, your face and facial muscles. Let that be soft. At this point, let your breathing return to normal its own natural rhythm in and out through your nose. And let's turn our attention to the sounds around us. There's all sorts of sounds coming and going inside the room, outside the room, sound of my voice. See if you can just listen to the sound if you're able. Some sounds seem to stay constant. Most sounds come and go. And all you have to do is listen. It's easy to have a natural mindfulness just listening to the sounds. Often we have a tendency to start to think about the sound. I like it, I don't like it, I wish it would stop. Or, I wonder what that is, I wonder who that is. Our minds can do all sorts of things. See if you can simply listen without getting lost in a story. This is mindfulness. Now bring your attention back into your body, letting go of the listening, and turn your attention to your breathing. Your body is naturally breathing. Where do you feel it? In your body. If you're new, bring your attention to your abdomen. You might feel it rising and falling with the breath, extending, expanding, and contracting. Now turn your attention to your chest, rising and falling, expanding and contracting with each breath.
And how about your nose? Can you feel the air as it moves through your nostrils? Tingling, vibration, warmth, movement. In mindfulness meditation, it's helpful to have a central focus for our meditation, something that we always return to. So choose something now. It can be your breath. It could be your breath in your abdomen, your chest, or your nose. So pick one of those three spots. Or if you enjoyed listening, you could continue on with that. It doesn't matter what you choose. Choose whichever one is the easiest or the clearest, most compelling. And if you can't decide, just pick one. It doesn't matter. So what we'll do is we'll notice our breathing or notice the sounds moment after moment. Breath after breath or sound after sound in the spot you've chosen. What usually happens to people is they can stay with a breath or a sound for a little while, even just a few seconds, and then their attention wanders. They begin to start thinking about all sorts of things planning, remembering, imagining, spacing out. When this happens, if it does, you're not doing anything wrong. It's completely normal. When you notice your attention has wandered, you can say a soft word in your mind, like thinking or wandering, and gently return your attention back to your main focus. And then you just keep doing that again and again and again. Other things may happen. You might find yourself getting sleepy or restless. You might have an emotion, a sensation in your body, or many things going on. If these things are in the background, let them stay in the background. But if they become foreground and they're really obvious, notice them. Pay attention to them for a little bit, but ultimately return to your main focus. Keep going with that main focus as we try to develop some concentration, concentration and ability to attend to the present moment. So I'm going to stop talking and you're going to try it on your own for about 10 minutes.
So in the last few minutes of the meditation, we can just notice what's happening now in our bodies and minds, sensing the impact of having done this practice. You can notice if your body feels more relaxed and at ease. And it may or may not, but just notice what's here. And also notice your mind. Is your mind more alert, present, restful? What's happening in your mind? So bringing the quality of curiosity and openness, this mindfulness to the experience of what's happening now, having just completed the meditation. And if there is more sense of ease and well-being, really enjoy that. Let that be here, let it grow, let it spread. And if you're feeling something else other than those things, see if you can let that be here too. It's just what's happening. Can you bring some awareness to whatever is present for you? And then if you wish, and you want to just offer yourself a little bit of kindness in whatever way makes sense for you. Kindness for maybe a hard day or hard times. Or also just for making the effort to be here, appreciating yourself for taking this time to do this practice. Giving this to yourself. And let's notice our bodies present on the chair one last time. Feel your feet on the floor. And whenever you're ready, you can open your eyes. So thank you for your practice today. And just keep going. Keep doing it. Do it at home. Don't do it only on Thursdays. Do it all the time.